welcome to this episode 17 of Spiritual Resilience and Personal Power Through Awareness. Today we're going to talk about receiving guidance from the higher realms. You can learn to receive information from the higher realms of the universe. And as I've mentioned before, this requires a quiet mind. Just as there are telepathic broadcasts from people, there are many higher broadcasts you can tune into. High levels of guidance and information are available at any time. Just like you can't see or touch a radio wave, you can't be aware of or receive these broadcasts unless you have the will and intent to do so and practice what you have learned up to this point about sensing energy. What are these broadcasts? There are different levels of information. Some involve science, some involve business, teachings of all kinds or visions of peace and love. All knowledge that is known and yet to be known is available to you when you attune yourself to the universal mind, the collective whole of knowledge that exists outside of time and space. This is something that you're always connected to, but we're conditioned to get our information from opinions and viewpoints and external sources that are, you know, usually human. If you want universal wisdom or to tap into the universal mind, you have to calm your own mind and to turn your attention inward. Many great scientists have tapped into this level for their scientific inventions. Einstein is a good example. He didn't get his brilliance from other people's information or opinions. And he even had a very limited education. I believe he only had an eighth grade education. Everything was from him tapping into the universal mind and being open to receive. Many new discoveries, ideas, and concepts come from attunement with the universal mind. You can bring information to aid you with your business, increase your creativity, or help you become prosperous. It can help you with your relationships, can help you with the next steps you need to take in life. It can, te- you know, it can take the form of, you know, wisdom that you're asking to receive. Those of you who think of planetary peace and strive to bring peace into your own lives can come into harmony with the broadcast of peace that is always available. The lack of peace in the world is because people aren't tuning into the peace that is always available. Peace is something that resides within you. You have access to it at any time and in any circumstances. 
It requires strength. Sometimes, you know, you're in the middle of chaos or you are being faced with someone, you know, verbally attacking you. It requires a, um, you know, a higher tier of mastery to not let external things disrupt your inner peace. And I can tell you personally that this is something I still am working through. I, um, I'm amazingly placed in situations where to be clear in my intent to stay in a place of peace even if someone outside of me is verbally attacking me or trying to tear me down in some way and you know what we're taught is you know oh you just need to you just need to get away from that but wherever you go there you are so if you haven't you know, if, you, if it's like your intention from your soul to master the ability to be at peace no matter what is happening outside of you, the way that that happens is by giving the experience. It's like being exposed to that external thing and making a conscious decision to stay in peace. And you'll get lots of opportunities for that a broadcast of healing is available at all times its essence is love compassion and peace when you need help guidance or love it's always available as a broadcast that you can tune into in order to raise your energy and heal whatever needs love always available to you we are always seeking it from other people or situations or circumstances but you know it's available to you at all times healers and those in counseling professions often draw from this level in the course of their work everyone can tune into it and this is true in my work me my ego as a person I would not be able to hold space for someone as they're moving through something or, you know, having to shift in energy. I have to really be anchored in my own being, in my sovereignty, in my connection to source and allow source to move through me for something magical to take place. But me as, as, you know, just a human or a muggle, if you, if you would, someone with, you know, without the knowledge to tap into that would not be able to do that. As you t- attune yourself to this level... You feel as if you know what to do or say with a certainty that comes from a level beyond your conscious knowledge. And this is something that I deal with in people quite a bit. Um, People sometimes have a hard time knowing how I've received the wisdom that I have. 
and most of that honestly and truthfully like I, I don't carry a catalog of wisdom around in my head but I am connected and so if there's information that is to come through me I trust that process and I let it come through me some call it channeling um, I don't see myself directly as a channel necessarily um, I suppose that maybe I am but you know most channels that I'm aware of they kind of step aside they step their consciousness aside and you know allow themselves to be a completely open vessel and let you know some being or let spirit to speak through them um, so it's not really that but I but I do know things without knowing them and this is something that's available to everyone but again it it requires practice years of practice to get really clear and then the world that we're living in right now with so much chaos really the the primary job or goal for all of us right now is to anchor in and be solid in the knowing of who we are on a soul level and stay with that it's not so much about knowing a bunch of answers but just anchoring light for the whole of the entire planet not just other humans but you know all all the living things on the planet and the planet herself anchoring light Anchoring light doesn't always mean that you're, you know, and you'll hear me say this phrase many times, it doesn't always necessarily mean that you're airy-fairy or that you're not aware of reality. Um, that isn't it at all. It's, it's, it's more formidable. It's, it's not light. It's intense energy. And it takes some time to prepare the body to hold that kind of energy. But that's the primary um, job that we all have right now. compassion and love for both yourself and others if you're using your hands and body work for example if you're bringing through healing information or energy if you're helping people through your voice thoughts or words you are often drawing from this universal broadcast as you help others to grow, heal, and evolve spiritually, you are tapping into this universal broadcast of healing and love because it's the source of the healing you offer others. Guidance is also available for many high masters and spirit teachers, both those physically present on the earth and those who are in other realms. Many high souls who are no longer living 
are still holding a focus of peace and love for humanity and are available for personal guidance. And this can include ancestors. You call them guides for they're here to help hold a high vision for humanity and any person who calls upon them. You all have a guide, whether you are aware of your guide or not. There are many different ways in which your guide can send you information. Any answers you're seeking, any information you want is always there. Guides can help you become aware of your ability to reach higher planes of knowledge and experience, to discover your own wisdom and your soul's constant guidance. A guide will never take away your lessons, but will help you become aware of what you're learning so that you may move through your growth lessons more easily. When asked, a guide can show you an expanded view of any situation. You can ask for clarity on any situation and be shown. Presenting a perspective that allows you to understand what's happening and to act in more loving and compassionate ways because you have a broader perspective about it, the situation. When you view any situation through this wise, expanded perspective, it's possible to let go of pain and embrace yourself as a warm and loving person. All you really need to do to receive guidance is to ask for it and then sit and listen. You can tune in to any of these levels of guidance and information if you have the will and intent to do so. What is will and intent? You may have a picture of your will as that part of you that says, I will force myself to do this or to do that. Right use of will is when you love doing something so much that you do it without having to will it or push it. You have seen the results when you love to do something and you have seen what happens when you really do not want to do something but force yourself to do it anyway. You will not produce good results when you make yourself do something or when you have a lot of indecision about doing it. Will is a clear focus that you direct towards something you love. The less your focus is diluted by fears, doubts, and resistance, the more it becomes like a laser beam, directing you to where you want to go, gaining you a greater ability to draw something to you. Some of you may say you want certain things, think of them often, and then wonder why you don't get them. The less certain you are about getting what you want, 
the longer it takes to get it. When you are clear and your will is focused, you bring what you want to you. Those of you who are healers, teachers, or counselors have a great deal of motivation, intent, and desire that makes your healing and guidance possible. Helping others may be something you consciously chose or something you seem to fall into. But to become skilled and good, you have had to focus a great deal of your intent and will on it. Will is the dial that turns you into the right station. There's no magic formula for being a healer with your hands, mind, or words, or being a spiritual channel. If you aspire to be anything, a writer, actress, athlete, channel, good parent, successful business person, good friend, You need only have the intent to do this and willingness to act on your inner guidance. The broadcast you receive from the higher levels of the universe and from your soul directs you to your highest path. For me, what I try to do is I try to um, just clearly say what is whatever is for my highest good or whatever highest path is the best. This this is really new for people, again, because we are conditioned to receive all of our information from external sources, everything from Facebook to the news to books that we're reading, and... I think I've said this before, I don't have, I don't take an issue with any of those things existing, but when a person doesn't have their own clear sense of who they are and a really active communication with their own guidance and their own soul so that they can run the external by that, most of the time what we're doing is we're running external sources of information by our ego and this is oftentimes what gets us into trouble or leads us you know in the opposite direction of where we're wanting to be it's the broadcast from the higher levels of the universe and from your soul that directs you to your highest path that broadcast is always available to anyone who wants and asks for it. Your will and intention to be something or do something begins to automatically tune you into the universal broadcast that's appropriate for you. You'd probably like to be more directly involved in helping people. You might be in jobs that don't feel aligned with your purpose. I've been in jobs that don't feel aligned with my purpose. Maybe they were when I started. 
but sometimes you know you reach a point and this is true of jobs as well as relationships maybe they started out being aligned with your purpose but then something changed you might wonder if you should be doing something else if there's some mission you should be fulfilling even though you don't know what it is the fact that you are thinking these things is an indication that you're healers, teachers, or leaders in some way, and that you do indeed have a purpose in which these skills are sorely needed. There's no such thing as coincidence or luck in this matter. If you're wanting to find what you're here to do, or if you want to begin your path of serving, guiding, supporting, and healing others, the first thing you need to do is decide you're going to do it. then also just be willing to sit with yourself and listen for the next steps. Be like a child and allow yourself to be guided. The place to start is where you are. Serving and helping everyone around you and to know what that means. If you want to connect with your spirit guide, for instance, all you need to do is decide that you will, and then ask the universe to lead you to that experience. It will come to you if that's where you put your will and intent and focus. The degree to which you're sure you want to connect with your guide will determine the speed with which you'll be able to connect. You may feel led to read certain books, meet new people, and so forth that will help you show, well, that are going to help show the way for you. So it's an and both. Again, I don't intentionally deter people away from books or even listening to other people. I just help people to kind of strip the layers away so that they can access their own inner guidance which will lead them to the right information how do you focus your will one of the first ways is to remember a time in which you went after something and you got it As you think of that past experience, you bring that energy into your present reality. This is law of attraction stuff. Remember in time in which you were intent on getting something and you got it. Say you wanted a new car. You went out and looked, you touched cars, drove them, thought about them, read about them, and attracted the money to buy one. Look at the level of dedication you put into achieving something and you'll see what's required to get something you want now. Some of the things you wanted may have taken a long time to to acquire. You can go back and realize that maybe you didn't have a high level of focus in obtaining them or maybe you thought about them infrequently or 
You may have thought of them often, but didn't believe you could have them. Belief is so much a part of it. I feel like if you don't believe that you can acquire something, that's creating the inner, inner resistance to actually having it. That's why it's so important to visualize it and feel it and feel it and feel it and feel it some more until it feels real to you. time and time and time and time again the mind has 40,000 to 50,000 thoughts a day we don't have to respond to all of those thoughts but what we do need to do is direct a thousand to two thousand of those daily thoughts to a goal or an intention and it will come rapidly. Most of you think about something once, maybe two or three times a day, and then you wonder why it takes so long to get it. Thoughts are energy. The more you think about something, the more energy you bring from your inner world to create what you want to manifest in the outer world. Now, by the same token, this can work against you. Like if you obsess on something that really bothers you and you run it over and over and over again in your mind, you'll create more of the same. This is law of attraction stuff. The number of thoughts you put into something and the intensity of emotional energy you have about something are important elements in determining how quickly you get you create it. The intensity of emotional energy you have about something is an important element. Emotions propel thoughts into reality by their intensity. You need to maintain a consistent focus and desire and sustain them over a period of time to manifest what you want. The less doubt you have about getting something, the more rapidly it will come. Think of a box that represents what you want. Every time you think about what you want, the box becomes more full. And when critical mass is reached, the box becomes reality. If there is something you think of repeatedly at a certain point, it will manifest, for better or worse. How long this takes is determined by both the strength of your belief that it will come and the intensity of your focus and desire to have it. This doesn't apply if, you, if what you want has to come from other people because you only have control over your reality, not theirs. Wanting something from people that they do not want to give will actually usually push them away. The more you can believe you will have something, get excited, picture it in your mind, and feel the emotions of joy, excitement, and anticipation, the more quickly it's going to come. However, Emotions of fear and doubt 
also create what they're focused on when you think of them over and over. Again, this is for better or for worse. When you fear something, you are thinking of what you do not want to happen and it fills up a box labeled, what I do not want to happen. And sure enough, that box becomes full and then becomes reality. If you're wanting to focus your will more clearly, look at your doubts, the things in you that are saying, I can't have this. There are two boxes here. The box labeled, I can, which is filled with thoughts that are a higher level frequency. They're upgraded thoughts and joyful emotions. And the box labeled, I cannot, is filled with fears and lower vibrational thoughts. If you have many higher vibrational thoughts, higher octave thoughts, but they're equally balanced by doubtful, fearful, or lower vibrational ones, you won't create anything. The desire for what you want must be stronger than your fears about not having it. Every time you're afraid of something, you have less energy to create it. Don't make those fear thoughts wrong, but every time you recognize one, put a higher octave thought alongside it. After you're sure that that you want to receive guidance, that you intend to do so, and you feel higher vibrational thoughts and higher octave thoughts and excited about it, you'll receive it. Reception of guidance takes place outside the mind. I'm going to repeat this. Reception of guidance takes place outside the mind and it happens in a flash. upward and focus on higher realms as surely as you breathe you will receive any help or information you need the experience of the higher realms often comes in the form of inner seeing you've all had the experience of inner knowing a sixth sense a feeling that something was going to happen and it did you might have become aware, for instance, that someone you knew was going to receive something they had been wanting, and they did. Sometimes you look at people and you know something about them that you couldn't possibly know except by some added dimension of insight. You're receiving constant insights and revelations and new thoughts about your life. You receive telepathic messages instantaneously. There's no conscious awareness of their reception. I can't tell you how to be aware of your telepathic reception of higher guidance because it occurs outside of awareness. You first become aware of it through your thoughts and your inner seeing or sensing. Suddenly you'll have a new way of handling a problem 
or you'll experience a change in your consciousness. Either of these can be the first indication most of you have that you've received a broadcast. Maybe suddenly you'll have an answer to a problem or maybe it suddenly doesn't feel like a problem anymore. As this guidance and higher consciousness comes into your emotional self, you'll soon find that old situations no, no longer trigger the same emotional response. And as you bring the broadcast into your heart, you find yourself expanding and able to feel love and forgiveness where you didn't before. You begin communicating ideas to others in new and different ways. As you receive higher ideas about your body, you may feel motivated to change your diet, your exercise routine, or thoughts about your physical body. The information is always there. One block is your lack of will and intent to receive the guidance and the lack of patience. Usually what we want to do is we want a shortcut. We want someone to give us the answers. And again, that's because we're conditioned that way. Maybe you're blocked because you're simply not paying attention. If you want to receive more knowledge, love, and wisdom, all you need to do is focus on these, on having these, and you know, then take action when you receive the guidance to do it. When you're finding yourself thinking mundane thoughts that don't, don't go anywhere, taking time that you could spend in higher ways, think instead about the issues of which you want more information. Then be silent for a few minutes and open to receive the broadcast. You'll usually find some new bit of information or insight coming into your mind within an hour or so. Go do something else. Go for a walk or bike ride or just go do something else. It's easy to receive from the universal mind. All you need to do is to want to receive. The information may come to you through a friend or a book. You may hear it or see it. It may come in the form of a new thought. And I'll clarify again that many of you, I say, you know, stop reading books only because you're using that in lieu of accessing your own guidance. I'm not at all saying that you should never read books or you should never listen to other people, but really deepen into that practice practice of sitting with yourself and then let yourself be silently drawn into things. Receiving from the universal mind may come in the form of a new thought. You can open to it directly by getting into a relaxed state and quieting your mind. Meditation. It's important to acknowledge when the guidance you seek has come. Say thank you. 
by connecting the thoughts, insights, and ideas you receive to your will and intent to obtain them, you'll strengthen your belief in your ability to receive intuitive guidance. You'll begin to trust yourself more. You are an independent individual who determines your own life and destiny by your will and intent. The more you, wear, you more aware you are of the connection between what you want and its arrival in your physical reality, the more your ability to create what you want will increase. Whenever you have a new idea or a new thought and acknowledge it, you open yourself up to receiving more. Many of you, I say, to get a journal, and it doesn't have to be fancy. A spiral notebook or just a regular tablet works just fine, and this serves two purposes. One is just writing down all of your thoughts, just emptying your mind of all of those thoughts. It's like, you know, erasing the writing of chalk on a blackboard. But the other purpose that it serves is writing down and recording your goals or your desires. If you write them down, you bring them to you faster. What you want might be knowledge, an increased opportunity to serve, or the ability to be a channel of higher wisdom, for instance. You might want a business opportunity, a new career, or something else. Write down your intent and make it a clear message to the universe. And write it in the form of an actual intent. I intend to write a book or I intend to discover my psychic and healing abilities and I'm now doing so. Use it in the present tense. Use it as if you are already actively doing it because you are. The clearer you can be about the direction you want to go in, the more quickly you're going to bring it about. You'll begin to draw to yourself a lot of information and guidance. Another way is to affirm to yourself when you're in a quiet space that you would like new insights into your work. Be willing to recognize these new insights and then let go of the, of the request. Monitor what comes into your thoughts during the day or even during the next half hour, just experience what it feels like to receive from the higher levels. I've been asked a lot of times, how can I know the difference between my thoughts and the higher thoughts of the universe? You might wonder, you know, what was that? Was that a revelation, an inspiration, 
or was that my own mind thinking a wise thought? There's no difference. If it's, if it's a higher octave thought or it's a higher vibrational thought, then you know you've received that insight. If it doesn't feel good, then that's probably your mind. The telepathic reception of higher levels of knowledge is beyond your level of conscious awareness. You first become aware of it when it hits your thought processes. Some of you become aware of it sooner, such as when you're healing someone and you sense this person's energy. There are other ways of becoming aware of it, but the actual reception is beyond the scope of knowing. So you're asking, how do I recognize it? How do I receive better? If you want to receive better, if that's your desire, then intend it. If you want to become more aware of your reception of guidance, then you will. Every time you have a thought that seems to be outside of your normal range, for instance, you may be walking down the street and suddenly you come up with a new idea. You've received information from a higher realm. Many of you expect to hear a voice out of the sky telling you something. It's not usually that kind of experience. It usually feels like your own mind or imagination, and, and a lot of times it's very subtle. By the time you're aware of reception, the information is already in your world of form, which is your thoughts. The ideas feel like your own thoughts, but they have a higher quality to them. This is how you can distinguish them from just your normal everyday thoughts. They have a higher quality, they're a higher octave thought. They're of a different nature. They bring a new way of looking at something or a more loving perspective. A new original thought can be a sign that you're in tune with that high level of guidance. The more you validate it, the more you acknowledge that you have picked up telepathic messages and the more often you'll get them. You'll find that it becomes increasingly boring to think at your old levels. You'll get tired of running the same problems around in your mind when it can be so rewarding to receive inspiration and insights instead. Boredom is often a tool of the soul to lure you into new spaces. If you want to bring in guidance, start by sitting quietly. I say this to all of you many times. There are many altered states of consciousness that you experience in the normal course of the day. When you get lost in a book or the internet, when you watch TV, when you drift off to the sounds of beautiful music, when you daydream, when you're folding laundry, when you're vacuuming, when you're driving, when you paint or play a musical instrument, you are in a state of altered consciousness. These states are associated with the right brain, your creative nature, and they're the states that most influence your ability to receive higher guidance. 
you receive guidance through the right or creative side of your brain. It is then translated through the left brain side of memory and logic into concrete information. When you become quiet is when you are in a more receptive state. So it's not about filling up your mind. Your challenge at these times is to tune out mundane and idle thoughts and focus your attention upward. When you think of other people in this quiet state of receptivity, you can receive their emotional and mental energy. It may lower your own energy to think of them if they're depressed or in pain. When you receive telepathically from the higher levels of the universe, you move up into your higher self. As you become more loving and full of light, you can bring up the energy of others also. They may not step up and go as high as you, and some may go even higher than you. But you can raise the vibration of everyone around you by tuning your awareness higher and just by simply being in the room with them. As you sit quietly, ask for guidance. Then be willing to listen. Notice your body. Perhaps you'll feel a physical sensation like a tingling as you focus upward. Ask for guidance, stating clearly your question. Keep random thoughts from pulling on your attention. If you can focus for even five minutes on what you want guidance on, you'll receive a new way of thinking and a higher outlook in that short length of time. Your call is always heard. The only problem comes in your ability to listen. How do you broadcast healing to others? You touch people. You speak to them. You smile at them. You have a twinkle in your eye. You write and send out your knowledge. When it's your intent to connect with others from your higher centers, your words, writings, and touch come from that place. Even if sometimes that's, it's firm. You know, if it comes from a firm but loving place. You might say, how do I know if I'm saying the right words? Touching the body in just the right way for healing. It's all about the intent intention behind what you're doing again it doesn't matter what you're doing but where you're coming from when you're doing it if the intent is to be healing then the words and the touch will always be right for that person there's no error at this level only your mind only your mind and personality rooted in ego can create judgment and error Whenever you have the intent to heal, no matter what process you use, what form or technique you try, you will be healing because it's the power of the intention that's behind it. You can create healing food with your intention by sending loving energy into the food that you're creating. 
There's one caveat, though, when it comes to healing other people. The other person must also want the healing. You can't force healing on people. Because if they're not ready, then nothing you try will work. Remember, too, that you're not healing other people. You are creating the space as you work with them for them to heal themselves, for them to be open to receiving healing energy, healing insights to heal themselves. If you're feeling angry and want to get back at someone, then your intent is clearly not healing. If you try to speak nice words to cover your anger, you are not healing. There is no lying at this level. If you go about your day with the intent to heal and lift the energy around you, then everywhere you go, to the grocery store, office, down the street, you will be a healing, lifting influence, even though you may not be consciously offering this energy. It's up to you to create the specific form your work is going to take. The guidance that is available to you is unlimited in whatever form you choose and whatever field you choose, be it business, the healing arts, performing arts, science, education, being a barista and making coffee, waiting on people, it doesn't matter. The will to do anything draws you to the information and guidance you need in that area. The main function of the higher centers of telepathy is to attune you with your higher purpose, help you discover what you came here to do, and bring to you the information and opportunities you need to do it. As you experience working in these higher levels, You'll increase your ability to be a loving influence on those around you and increase your ability to see with your inner eyes. The intent to do so is all that's necessary to attune yourself to the higher realms of guidance. Before we move on to our meditation, grab a pen and paper, a pencil and paper, and think of five specific things that you asked for and received guidance on last year, such as a decision, problem, or a choice you needed to make. You may not have specifically asked for that guidance, but you did set an intention for creating something. So think of what those five specific things are. Now think of something in your life you want guidance on right now. And we'll begin our meditation.
into a comfortable position, either sitting or lying down. Again, think of something in your life you want guidance on right now. Sit quietly, breathe, ask for guidance. five minutes. to receive nothing to do but to allow
Now, you may have received information as you were sitting and breathing, and you may not have. Know that your intent to do so and connecting your breath, breathing diaphragmatically. And now you've moved into a different brainwave pattern. The higher realms of theta. Be open to receiving insight receiving answers to your question or your request and as it comes to you write it down make it a practice this is your way of acknowledging the insights that you're receiving instead of letting them just come and go because in all likelihood you will have already been someone that is receiving insights without acknowledging them acknowledging them and writing them down it's hard to discern between those and your regular thoughts namaste